What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the greatest disaster on the internet, the Foreheads Podcast. We made it. We we did not get canceled. We did not get canceled. I don't know how we managed to do this. Made it past the uh, pilot, baby. Yeah. None of us lost our jobs, and uh, <laughs> or at least not that we know of. Yeah, the stage three <laughs> yeah, hasn't could, even begun could yet. Could turn up tomorrow and just they say, yeah, Ben, no, yeah. actually, sorry, Brent, don't turn up anymore. Did you just call yourself Ben? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brent got his own name wrong. Yeah. Ben and Hook. Uh, topics of the discussion today. Uh, we have uh, new stuff for stage three, which is going to be mm. uh, happening this week. Very exciting. Uh, we also have to talk about the replays that are coming to Overwatch. Finally. Finally. It's, about it's only been time. seven years. It's only, <laughs> only been seven long years. So, yeah, there you go. New uh, gear. All the teams have been uh, promoting the new gear that they're about to be dropping. It seems pretty sick. I'm kind of stoked about it. We also have uh, a funny uh, message from the Florida Mayhem that we all have to share, which we will get to that. (laughs) Uh, Also, I put out a question, uh, put out a a tweet uh, asking everyone for basically sending us their questions, and we will have answers for them. Bren will have answers for you oh yeah uh, what well, is it so is, is this segment supposed to be like testing bren's trivia knowledge or is it just like opinions on stuff we what, could do a little no, trivia no. section honestly and I'm I'm down we, should for that. Do that. we should do that fans can send us stuff like you know listeners and viewers can send us information they send mm. us like questions and There's then we have trivia. bren answer yeah oh can arakukra play clerics <laughs> i don't what? understand any word you just said there it's like a bird race in D and D. Can they? Be I, I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think that's within the realms of the campaign that we would be. On. <laughs> I can't be a bird. No. Oh. All right. Okay. I wanted to be a bird. So I you guys why are going to be doing a D and D campaign. Out. Yeah. So you guys are going to do a D and D campaign, and uh, the goal right now is to have uh, Johnny be Fuck. a cleric, a dwarf cleric, right? That's what no, I wanted. I don't want to be a dwarf. Why? <laughs> why don't you want to be a dwarf, Johnny? Because a dwarf will be. Short and, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to actually physically be short in real life. Oh, how's that gonna go when I RP a dwarf? What do you, what mean? you mean? There is Bro, nothing you extra go- you have to role play to be a dwarf. You just have to imagine in your head that you're not six foot seven. Mate, I'll have to like cut my knees off. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're role playing a dwarf now in Doa's campaign. Yeah, but it's not on stream, and we're not role playing. Or like, we don't have outfits. You know, I'm role playing. But you're just have have outfits? camera. Yeah, oh yeah, we're going to have outfits yeah. for this D&D yeah, stream. Yeah, that's the entire thing. Like, I can't have oh, a small person outfit. This, no, but- this is going to be a mess, honestly. It, to anyone who doesn't know, we're, we're going to be doing a, a, rec- a live-streamed, uh, recorded D&D campaign with a couple of us. I'm DMing it. I haven't DMed in years. So I'm getting help with it as well, thankfully, by um, uh, Tormented by Knowns, Joseph, who's he's been DMing for, like, I think 15-plus years. He's so an actual he's- god. Yeah, he knows the stuff. He sent me the package of the, the campaign, which he's come up with all himself, um, and he's he's kind of just wrote it up um, so that the moron can understand it. So, like, it's... <laughs> Has he really wrote it in, like, dumb speak? Yeah. <laughs> step by step, with, like, flow charts and everything. Flow charts. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I haven't with heard flow that. Flow charts. So, so th- this, this is going to be absurd. I don't know when it's going to happen, but we're, we're working out Tuesdays. characters for now. It's every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's going to be on your channel, right, Josh? Yeah, for the first first uh, first five first, first episodes, campaign. first campaign is going to be on my channel. Then hopefully, so we'll how make the hell are you guys going to do this and do that? What we're gonna we're gonna have time for everything, Golden Boy. We're gonna this yeah. takes I first make priority. 
Yeah, definitely. Make time. Definitely. And thanks for the invite, by the way. Freaking. Sorry, do you live in LA? You guys are doing it on the internet. No, no. we're doing it in person. Oh, okay. Well, that's. <laughs> now, I yeah. just feel, now I feel like a jackass. So <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, so, and then um, as far also, uh, another topic Would you eat dog food for $100? What, why? Where, where does tr- that come from? I was trying to think That's of topic questions in here. to ask. I was trying to think of questions to ask, and I couldn't really think of anything because not much has happened in the world. That was uh, the first question you came up so that, with. Yeah, the first thing I came up the with. The first question you came up with. Would, would you, you eat, dog, eat food? Dog, food? dog food? Dog food. <laughs> dog, dog food. Dog food. Dog food. Dog food. <laughs> Actually, though, how much, would, how much would you get paid to eat dog poo? No, that's it's really not dangerous. Not. If you yeah. get dog shit in your eyes, that's like, there are so much... In your eyes! Yeah, you can go blind. How well, do I eat? I rub it in my face. No, no, but, but here's, it's an actual problem. Rugby players, like, there's signs all over the local rugby pitches where I'm from yeah. saying, uh-huh. please pick up your dog shit because... Uh, if you if they f- get tackled into it and it goes in their eyes, they can just go blind. Yeah, no, and it happens with small kids as well because small kids their default reaction is to rub shit all over their faces because they don't quite know where their mouths are. No, so they, so no. if they're on the beach or something and they find a pile find a pile of dog shit, they just rub it in their eyes. Suddenly you got no. a blind child, Jonathan. No. Jonathan, one day your child might go blind, and it's really this this topic is so important, and you're not Stay engaging aboard. with it. I'm no. disappointed. Well, okay, but like, mate, by the time I have kids, on? there'll be robotic uh, dog poop cleaners. Oh, poop. I thought you were gonna say robotic dogs that didn't shit. No, <laughs> there'll be like what the smart the Roombas. Kill all the dogs. The Roombas you have in your room, they'll be out in the streets. And the Why kids. are your children gonna be robots? No, no, no. What no, the no. fuck are you talking about? You just said by the time I have kids, I'm gonna be. They're gonna be robots. No, there are going to be robotic dog poop cleaners, is what he said. Like, there are robots to come out and sweep things up. There already are. Well, did did you ever hear the story of Puckett, where Puckett has a Roomba, and he bought... (laughs) (laughs) And he had this little French pug. Is it a French pug? French bulldog? French bulldog, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, Called Olive. And when they first got her, she... They'd leave her alone for a little while, and she'd just shit all over the place, because she hadn't been, like, house-trained or whatever they call it. It's a new dog. One time she shat, and the Roomba... The Roomba came into it, didn't identify it as, like, a solid object, and just smeared shit all over (laughs) their apartment. Oh it, was my like, it was like a dog shit delivery system uh, that just spread all over their entire apartment. That's funny. Which I thought was fucking amazing that this this that's that's AI in a nutshell right now, Brent. No, <laughs> it's it's not. It's not. Yo, I mean, okay. Oh, hold on. Speaking of AI, I I I listened to the Elon Musk uh podcast with Joe Rogan. Oh I, yeah, I, you listened to that? Classic. What the one from ages ago? Yeah, the one. Yeah, I know. I haven't, a while I haven't heard it. Like, I just got into Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, and and I started with that one, uh, which is a heavy one to start with. And <laughs> oh, Joe Rogan yeah. basically asked him, you know, like about like machine learning and AI and stuff, and it's hilarious. So we talked about it in episode one, and it's coming back again in episode two. And basically, Elon Musk just sounded like like he had given up on life like he'd given up yeah. on society to try yeah. and find a way to like come up with a solution he's he's he a little bit more pessimistic he's a little bit more pessimistic about it than than a lot of other people he's very he... weird he's not even pessimistic he's just given up he's uh what do you call it it's like a nihilistic point of view where he's like it's gonna happen just gotta deal with it who the fuck knows when it's gonna happen or what form it's gonna take we are yeah we are but the progenitors of the ai master race 
Yeah. That's just, it, 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 it was crazy. It was a good good listen. Uh, I just that. wanted to release his fucking cars because I want a Tesla. I actually drove in a Tesla for the first time. I mean, not literally drove a Tesla, but I was a passenger, you know, like one of the yeah. Uber drivers. And I was yeah. amazed at how bad, actually. Like the thing that struck me was how poor the auto driving works because people always talk about it as if the auto driving is just like hands off the wheel like fucking jesus take the wheel and you go forwards and it's just fine but there were multiple times where he was uh changing lanes where it was it wasn't identifying gaps and so he would have just been stuck on the same road forever there were multiple times where there were lane markings and you couldn't like zip from lane to lane and then what was the other shit that was weird about it as well i don't know i I rode in a tesla uber the other day and um, I, I don't know, like the guy didn't do any of the auto driving stuff. Did, wait, did you do the auto driving? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Auto driving. So, so no, saying, no driver. No. What? Whoa. No. Wait. What? Oh, okay. I was, yeah. Yeah. Because they, no, there's they still were, a like, driver there because the fucking thing when you put it on auto drive says, please take, please leave your hands on the steering wheel in case shit goes wrong. Yeah, no, because that, that was like a thing that they were testing. I thought that they were like doing it again. Oh, but no, no, I, no. Okay. No. But yeah, at the same I, time. Sorry, go on. Like, no, no, go, go on, Johnny. But so I, I just feel like if you're doing auto driving, it doesn't necessarily have to be the most optimized driving ever. As long as it works and it's legal and it's not putting you in danger, then you should be pretty satisfied with the fact that your car is driving you. Clean. No, I mean, obviously it's good first steps, but the, we're a long way away, it seems at the moment, from actually being able to have a system where everyone could just use automatic cars all the time to like drive yeah, them around. No, I, I agree with you, but at the same time, I'm just not putting like the, you know, Oh, I was still impressed. I was yeah. still like, I was in it and I was like, holy fuck, this is cool. But then I was yeah. also like, hmm, th- this isn't actually as... Uh, as like as clean as I thought it would be, there yeah. was still quite I, I a mean, lot I've of human interaction. I mean, I've heard numerous people who tweeted out and been like, "Yo, I was on the highway and my driving just passed out, and like I was about to crash, but I had to save it." So I get that there's you know there's warnings and stuff, which is like keep your hands on the wheel or whatever, but it's definitely not in a place where you know la- everyone last can episode, drive, a, drive a Tesla. Maybe they should get off the phone. Last episode, I was being argued that. You, you you guys thought that AI was not going to progress at the rate that I was saying and that this this issue I mean we don't even have to talk about the the, the one topic I brought up which was the like how dystopia yeah kind of like the the algorithms distilling down what people enjoy yeah, yeah. Uh, but the vast majority of people who commented on our podcast said I hate that this is the case but I agree with Brent yeah I know but I <laughs> so, think they misunderstood what we were arguing I think our point was it's not going to become some fart joke dystopia where everything is boiled down to one type of human no, I don't think it is and also I think just they... the scale you're thinking of I think you're thinking in like 10 years or something this is going to take a long 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 long, 20. long time no so 20 much longer 20, 2040 I think it's already <sighs> our lives are already dictated by these algorithms by the way in terms of the content we, we, we consume Sure, but in a minor way, you still have the illusion of free will. Yeah, sure, but you're always going to have the illusion. Do you you actually have free will right now? That's deep. Here we go. I mean, I don't think so. That's a whole new kettle of fish, Brent. I don't think free will exists. Okay, well, sometimes I look at you and I'm sure that free will doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) You are a bot driven by very base impulses. Sure, Uh, yeah, but I think most people are. Yeah. But that's very comforting, though, because if you do dumb shit and you say there's no free will, you're just like, oh, I wasn't meant to do that. It was my destiny to do dumb shit. But if you don't apply that mindset to yourself, you can be like, oh, I'm actually doing good things. 
I think I the, the important thing as well is not really whether or not on a on a basic level at some deterministic principle whether or not you do have free will or not. It's just whether or not you have the illusion of free will. Like yeah. uh, you, you still have to be held responsible for your choices because you have the illusion of being able to make choices. Like we all operate within a human model of us all making choices. If our model was that everyone's actions are just predetermined, people would deliberately take that take advantage of that system and act like dickheads and be like, I was going to do that the whole time. Well, you say that, uh, but people then you're like, anyways, oh, so. your instinct is to not fall down into, like, despair in that kind of way. Like, your instinct is to, like, help the community and, like... Yeah, because we're all your, just social animals driven will, to help. But everyone. you don't have free will. Your instinct is free will, but you don't have free will. Do you will, know what? I know? think a more interesting debate about this kind of thing is, like, the illusion of having certain uh, certain things. Or, like, more on your point, Johnny, where you were talking about it's comforting to think that there's some kind of destiny or, or whatever, because yeah. then if you fuck up, it's not so bad. The idea of, like, a, a toxic meritocracy. I was reading a little bit about uh, I don't recently. know what the fuck meritocracy oh, yeah. means. Okay, Can you explain so, this? So a meritocracy <laughs> is... This is so, so boring. So, but no, I love it. No, I think, no it, I think it's really interesting because it applies to esports a lot as well. And uh, presumably we have at least one viewer that likes esports out there still listening. Um, because esports likes to sell itself as a meritocracy. If you're good, you you rise to the top. If you're bad, you stay at the bottom, right? Like that's the fundamental principle of a meritocracy. Those who are good at things earn more money and get higher and like uh, valued more essentially in, in society. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the idea of like it being a toxic idea or toxic mentality, and toxic is maybe the wrong word, but like a, just a bad idea for people to get inside of their brains is that so much of it also comes down to stuff like luck, opportunity, being in the right places at the right time, having the um, having the basis to be able to even make these decisions in the first place. I, a, a lot of the a lot of the people that end up making it really far in life look back on where they got and they were like, oh yeah, I made all of the right decisions to be able to get here. But they don't take into account like the fact that if something had gone wrong, they like if you make a crazy decision to put all of your money into Bitcoin and then it pays off, you were like, I'm so smart. I read that at the right moment. Like that was that was genius. I deserve to to be where I'm at. I'm like a you know I'm a I'm a I'm a god, but if you had made the decision at the wrong time what? and you had lost it all, you the decision tree is still exactly the same. But just because of the time, the place, a bit of luck involved or whatever, yeah, sure. you, you might end up being utterly shit. So the idea oh, yeah. of like, I think the the idea is like even in even to like tie it back into esports, even the idea there that the best players are at the top means that you are looking at the people at the bottom and saying you must be shit you didn't get anywhere therefore you must be less valuable or less good as a person than or as a player in esports than other people that are higher up the chain well we would like to think that uh meritocracy right will will kind of solve a lot of the problems that even like all right even speaking in like the the talent areas of of esports right uh there was always I've always had that belief that if you were good at what you did, right, you would get work. Yeah. Period. I've sure. always had that belief. I and to an extent, I still have that belief to this day. But but the big thing is that and what I'm noticing more and more is that it really isn't about how good you are at your job anymore. It it in some areas it is just about who you know. And also, like, who is scaling that that merit, right? Who is the one that's going to be like, oh yeah, you know, th- this is this is the uh, this is the benchmark upon which we're going to measure all yeah. these different parameters on. Like, who's establishing that? You know, 
uh, because there really isn't like a clean way to do it. It's a, it's an idea as an ideology is a or not ideology or maybe this will count, but as an idea, it makes sense. But in execution, we as a society are so freaking flawed that we cannot oh, realistically. I, I, I will say that if you're a nobody, you know, if you have like hundred Twitter followers or like you know whatever, and you're trying to make that leap to become a talent in esports, do commentary, host, or whatever, that I think is relatively easy to climb to T2 if you're good at what you do. But I think once you get to like tier two and above, that's when those factors you're talking about start kicking in, perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. But so- I feel like if you're the most amazing play-by-play caster, eventually you'll rise to at least a tier two scene. Right, but what happens if, for example, you're... Let's use Overwatch as an example. Let's say like Mitch was... Uh, still Mitch and was fantastic at what he'd done and that kind of takes away from the fact that Mitch developed into being so fantastic over the course of like the experience he gained by casting the top teams and that kind yeah. of stuff and, and hanging casting out with the best League people. of Legends forever and right you know, and so maybe strike, maybe so. there's a problem even with the premise that someone could be that good without having that experience but let's assume there was someone that was like a Mitch's level but was stuck casting open division teams that where they get 30 viewers. I mean, how the hell does a person like that even get noticed that they're fantastic? I think if you keep going, mm. I think eventually you, people do find you. Like, yeah. it's happened numerous I, times. I, I, would I, I would agree. I would agree with Johnny. I would agree with Johnny there, 100%. Because if someone as good as Mitch was commentating in the open division, we'd all know about it. Maybe. Now, actually, that's a big exaggeration as well. It's like, yes, really? of course. That's yeah, a massive exaggeration. Someone as good as Mitch was casting in the open division, and you heard him uh, ask in a but, game. But Emperor, that's my point. When would you hear him? When would you hear yeah. them? You'd, you'd, it'd have to pass from word of mouth from would, somebody that was watching. Dude, you know how word many of clips, so fast. You yeah. know how many clips I get sent to me on a weekly basis of people saying like, oh, I want to be a commentator. Watch my clip. And I watch the clips. I watch yeah, a yeah, good yeah. chunk of them. And, and, and like, to be blunt, a lot of them kind of fall within the same ruts of, you know, lack of personality, reading off of the kill feed, not really describing the moment. Like, there's a, there was a plethora of things that I could, like, break down as to, like, the flaws that I hear in a lot of commentators that send me their clips across yeah. a variety of different games. Yeah. But if <sighs> someone as good as Mitch sent me a clip, and yeah, I yeah. heard that clip, I'd retweet it in a heartbeat, be like, this fucking guy is good. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's me, though, right? Like, I don't know if other talents would do that, but I know that I would because but, I'm not afraid of losing my job. I know that I'm <laughs> good enough. But, it comes down you know, to... Um, there's that element, too, to it. comes down to what you were saying, Josh, earlier, though, about, you know, would Mitch be as good as he is if he didn't have the experience casting those top teams in the first place? I, I think you're kidding yourself if you don't think esports in its current state is just completely ruled by cronyism. Like it, it oh, is. Come I don't know on, complete. I mean, who the hell did you know? Who got you so, into the Overwatch League? I, I no, thought about I my. I was watching you doing the one versus one tournament, and then I was like, "Yo, this dude is sick. Let's get him for takeover." It's like I'm not taking responsibility for hiring you, but I at least spread yeah. word of mouth to get you to that event. But I, yeah, I think you can get to a certain level, right? But I, I'm not kidding anyone. When I joined the Overwatch League in season one, I was dog shit. I was, uh, I was okay, absolutely hold fucking on. I, I'm going to interject here because, and, and this is a, a, a story that no one knows about, 
So okay. when we were in Contender Season Zero, me and Puckett, remember I I, I cooked the burgers for everyone. Oh yeah, that day. yeah, yeah. Me By the way, Puckett, fantastic burgers. Sick burgers. Those are so good. Golden Incredible. Boys. Golden Boys got some good burgers on Your them. Your burgers are so good, man. I know. I have, well, we're gonna have to get together and do them again. Uh-huh. Uh Okay, so. I remember because you guys came out. Now I see both of you guys here, and the only experience I had with with both of you was watching a takeover, right? And uh, admittedly, you both sounded exactly the same, so I couldn't tell the difference between the two of you. I was just like, ah, just two two Brits casting some games, right? And and you know, you guys seemed a little little like jokey jokey, which I really enjoyed, and that was really good. But when you guys came out to do the desk and for Josh and friend manure casting i got to see your personality some more and then uh me and pocket went to the supermarket to go pick up all the ingredients and then pocket was like hey i think i think we should get bren and sideshow for the overwatch league like i i 100 think that they are they are good enough for it and i said yeah i actually agree they provide good insight they're funny they're unique they're not like they're not like uh, vanilla you know they're they're just they're they're very very uh distinct in their personalities and this it really so works out sweet i know i'm so melting and, my and, little heart he, is melting and he said that to uh, me and i knew that you guys were good because you had that you had that personality i cannot so there was no cronyism there because you know or maybe i don't know maybe that is the definition of cronyism i don't know but like i was looking at it based off of merit if i thought you two were absolute butt cheeks like terrible at your job <laughs> i would have straight up told chris and we wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now yeah, yeah. But, you guys but i think i think that's that's also what people um think about when they're talking about cronyism in esports because it's often peers that are making recommendations and decisions and it, it and there are like a lot of the time it's the people that you would be working with who are making the recommendations and the suggestions for who to hire moving forwards like if yeah. we pick up other casters moving forwards in 2020 2021 they'll ask us who we would want on the team and who we think are good we're not going to make the final decision they're not going to do it by via democracy but they ask us who we would like to work with and they expect that to be based both on what would make a good working atmosphere and also what would who we actually think are the best out there so i think when people have this idea of like cronyism in their head they are conflating it a little bit with like just picking up friends but it is the people who are making the decisions who are doing a lot of the decision making do end up being friends because they are such close colleagues ultimately people want their product to succeed yeah I mean, the reason I, I say that, that it's based off of cronyism is because uh, I've I've mapped out where I went right in terms of esports, and it all came down to selling my Xbox to attend an Overwatch event that never happened. <laughs> Tell this story. Were... Tell this Fuck story. It's now. so all funny, right. man. The, the casting TF2 way back, uh, and I, I, Overwatch came out. Big big Overwatch fanboy, big Blizzard fanboy. Uh, wanted to cast Overwatch as well. Wanted to get into that scene. Josh was already sort of cemented in the scene because he's a lot more active and I'm lazy. So he was doing journalist work for the longest time. Whereas I was just kind of like, fucking, ah, whatever, events might come up, might not, whatever. Uh, MSI. When What year was this? That was, was it 2016? Yeah, it was December the 9th, 2016. The MSI event, the event that never happened. A lot of our listeners are not going to be aware of this event because a lot of them just moved in from the Overwatch League. Nothing wrong with that. There is a bit of history that you missed. This is one of the earliest Overwatch events, one of the earliest international Overwatch events, consisting of teams from Europe, North America, and Korea. Uh, and was China there? I can't actually no, remember. No, it was Europe, no. America, and Korea. This is the MGA MSI Overwatch event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. MSI MGA. Yeah. Yeah. 
The yeah, event that never happened. Ago. Now, Josh was supposed to commentate it. You were supposed to be there as a commentator. First, first gig I'd ever commentated. First gig you'd ever commentated in Overwatch, right? This is it. And you oh, were no, there sorry, with GP. Sorry, tell a lie. There was a there was an I Buy Power tournament in June, but that was like back in the beta before there was a kill feed in the game, and it was disastrous. Right. Yeah, it was it was terrible. I was casting from my nan's living room for yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. this yeah, was the first one with real teams, and certainly the first, first one with real teams. Yeah, and so uh, you there was ZP, there was Hex, and there was uh, there was Mitch, and you were supposed to be casting a Mitch, right? Yeah. In an alternate universe, that could be the duo right now. <laughs> How weird is that to think about? I don't think but, so, but yeah. But here's, here's what happened was the event kicked off, but it was just riddled with tech issues. Now, me, uh, I kind of learned early on with esports, and this is, again, sound advice for anyone trying to get in esports. It is quite literally just putting yourself out there and trying to grasp as many opportunities as humanly possible. I'd never done journalist work in my life. I can't read or write. I am terrible at the English language. It's a fucking miracle that I'm even here in the first place. Yet I went there to do journalist work and record interviews and potentially have them on over GG. Uh, one of the one of the people I interviewed, Bishop, when he was playing for Kongdu Panfera. I think Kongdu Panfera was the yeah, chair yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Bishop, who's now the coach of the, the Toronto Defiant, but there's a funny little story for you. The, the, the point is, the event never happened, but through that event, I drank for five days at Weatherspoons with Mitch, the EU Blizzard guys, and uh, that was the first time I met Zoe, although I think Zoe actually thought the first time we met was at the Overwatch League. I, I don't know if she remembered me, <laughs> to be honest, which is funny enough. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, and Hex and, uh, and ZP as well, first time meeting them. The point wow. is, I don't think I would have got TakeOver 2 if it wasn't for that meeting with the EU Blizzard guys and like them, them putting a, a name to my face, you know, despite none of that happened. Went, you but went, I went, you put yourself out there. Yeah. People, so to kind of go back to Josh's point, people determined that you appeared to be a bloke that individuals want to work with because you seem to be pretty easygoing, relatively speaking, and it worked <laughs> out, right? And yeah. that, that's not, but that's not cronyism. That's just that you literally just networked. That's all it is. You you networked, and that is that, isn't like, that what it is all about. At the end of the day, can't we just equate okay. the two? Almost. Let me no, tell I you don't my think story. You can't equate Hold the on. Two. Hold on. Let me tell you my story of how I got into esports. Okay, I was a competitive Call of Duty player. It was kind of like a average, right? Uh, I had gone to events. I my friend Rob, who he was a ref at all the MLG events, we would hang out all the time, and I'd sometimes stay in his room for for the events. And then he introduced me to, like, people as we were going along. He introduced me to someone named uh, Andreas, Nexi. We kind of all became friends when this one commentator named Holiday Doc couldn't make it to the national championships. I was the, only, I was the last minute addition that they reached out to because I was already going because I was commentating an Uncharted tournament, like a promotional event for Uncharted. But it was literally because Nexi knew no one that played the game Asked all of his friends, and of his friends, Rob said, "Oh yeah, my my uh, golden boy plays the game." So then they called me and said, "Hey, are you interested in casting this?" Mind you, I'd never casted a thing in my freaking life, but they had no one to commentate yeah. this thing. So I said, "Sure." And then, since I was already hopping on a one dollar bus to go over to Rhode Island <laughs> to do this gig, and I was staying with my friends in a hotel, then they were like, "Hey, do you want to commentate this Call of Duty tournament too?" Uh, because this guy can't make it. And the first thing I asked was, oh, but am I getting paid? And they were like, yeah, we'll give you his paycheck. I was like, oh, tight. So let's do it. So, and, and then that's it, right? But like I had Wait, went so around with Rob. your first ever casting gig was paid? Well, uh, yeah. 
That's yeah, good. And that's, that's, oh, that's wait, pretty wait, good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's wild. Didn't get paid after that for a very long time. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. let's just, let, there's a there's a balance. You either get paid and then you don't for a long time, yeah. or you don't get paid and then eventually you do. I got paid and it was like a year and some change. I was still working a full time job and on the weekends I was like flying to like local lands in Pittsburgh or Chicago or some garbage like that. So yeah, so like you know, but it's because I networked. It's not because. Yeah. I was like friends. It just so happened. I mean, well, I was friends with Rob. You know, we're still best friends to this day. But I mean, that's yeah. it. It's well, fuck- Sometimes it's dumb luck, dude. It I think, really is. I think what people have got to realize is a lot of esports and probably a lot of the wider world, although I couldn't tell you because I've never worked a job outside <laughs> of esports, but probably the way that a lot of jobs work is based on recommendation. Like if you want a specialized yeah. role, you have to be able to recommend certain people and people can only recommend who they know. So you can only recommend somebody if you actually are aware of their existence. So you have to, either by putting good content out into the world or by networking, uh, you have to at least be someone that, if a job opening did come up, people would think of your name. Yeah. So I don't know where that ultimately leads us with this topic. Boomerangs. I was a sick topic, though. (laughs) Actually, no, it really was, because we we learned a lot. We shared stories, uh, personal stories. I feel closer with all of us now. A blood bond. A blood bond. I don't know how diseases are spread. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Not my blood. (laughs) Not my blood. I I don't doubt that. I. I, I, (laughs) Riddled with with disease. All right. All right. All right. So, where are we? Okay. So let's move on. Speaking of uh, Overwatch, might as well talk about what's new in stage three. Uh, uh-huh. This was actually just posted a little while ago. Uh, it seems goes. like we're going to get uh, Havana. So we're going to Cuba yeah. for some Overwatch League fun. Uh, I'm I'm excited about that map. I well, think it's going to be pretty people cool. don't like the map? I've only played it once. I like the map. I've, I've never played it. I've played so much ranked and I haven't played it yet. I've done yeah. the parkour thing on it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've done. Yeah. yeah, but apparently people don't like the map. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the the layout is a little strange for first point. It's like a very just open uh, straight line, and then you turn a corner and the point is there. So it seems like a strange. It doesn't. It doesn't fit normal kind of thought processes for how you would design a map where yeah. you would have multiple places to be able to defend from. There's insanely long sight lines, but you wouldn't have to hold them. You could just give up all of that ground. But it's it's a little weird. I think mm. it might be decent for Orissa, and that's, I don't know, maybe coming into this map pool, and we've got Paris, Horizon, Nepal, yeah, Numbani, Havana, yeah. Dorado even. I could see a slight move away from Goats towards Bunker for, for certain maps, but I think well, it's going to be mostly Goats. Mineral discussed this video, though. Oh, Mineral, yeah? former coach of Florida, he discussed... Uh, I actually didn't watch the video. I just saw the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what well, a classic Reddit user. <laughs> Read the title, what? commented, wow, this video's dumb, and the then t- moved on. The title was like, oh, the downfall of Bunker or whatever. Okay. Uh, so at least I, I, I'm just hoping that me and Mineral are on the same page here. Okay. But anyway, the gist is that like, the, the skill cap of a Bunker composition is so low anyway that ultimately GOAT's compositions will beat them. Because there's just a higher skill ceiling, mm-hmm. but right, right. there's more abilities you can play around with. Um, 
And so ultimately, I, I don't think we'll see that much bunker because you, you'll just get steamrolled by goats. But we'll yeah. see. Sure, we'll see. And also, ground. a big sure. part of it comes down to um, just the alt economy as well. Like the better teams will just not opt to run the bunker comps, whereas the worst teams will on the first points. But then you end up switching to goats and, yeah, uh, and, and you just get fucked in the neutral. That's a good point, Brennan. You don't yeah. have any alts. Yeah. So. I think, um, I don't know. I, I also don't even know whether it would be a more pleasant viewing experience to see a bunch of bunker. <laughs> I think. No. I, I think don't think it will. When yeah. I've seen bunker no. comps be played in Owl, it's been some of the. I don't know. There was a there was a couple of cool strats like Gladiators and Spark had some cool stuff on Hanamura that didn't work, and then there were what else was there? There was it was kind of interesting to see Batiste get played, but as a concept, bunker comps when the way of breaking them is either to run another bunker comp or to run goats, don't really add anything in terms of enjoyable uh, viewing yeah. experience. I think there was some Widowmaker. Me. I think Paris. I think soon ran some Widowmaker or something. But it's like, oh, you're playing Widowmaker. You're playing Widowmaker against a team that can't shoot back. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that fun. And also, that doesn't really give you that many opportunities to pop off as well. You're just yeah. doing a lot of poke damage. I mean, a, a lot of teams, I think, would even opt for the Ash in that position because you just do more yeah, poke maybe. and can maybe kill. So what ends up happening with a lot of these updates? Because uh, we're going to be playing on patch 1.37 now. No, it's 36. They made a mistake in the article. Again, don't know how you do that, but there you it's go. It's 36? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, they they put 37 in the article for some reason. It and says then... 36 to me. Patch and Sorry, play. They, they put 36 in. The, in they put, they used, oh, wow. It was it 37. Was just changed. It, it was just changed because I yeah. just refreshed it. And it was po- uh, when it was posted earlier. Yeah, so right uh, like right, 30 right. Uh, 30 minutes before it was posted it was said it said patch 136 or 137 apologies. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be playing patch 136 which does not include the uh the diva change. Does it not? So that's, oh, that's no. a bit of a that's a bit annoying. Nope. That's unfortunate. Well, not that it really makes that much difference. I don't think it would like I don't think that's going to change the game in any particular way. It'll, if anything, it just reduces the the skill. Well, not the skill cap of Diva, but it just uh, it means that those flashy plays I think will be I, less. I just want to add. I like how they've included in the article. Uh, the patch also includes a handful of small changes to a few heroes, and they list off Ash, Brigitte, Diva, Roadhog, and Torbjorn, and. Uh, the changes are to their voice lines <laughs> and other stuff. So they haven't even read the patch. They've just read the heroes that are being changed. and just included it in there. Yeah. Uh, the Diva, yeah, the Diva Academy skin has been changed. They've just included that. That is a big Lord change to Diva, to be when fair. When Roadhog says, you're a talker, I don't like talkers. The anniversary line is now, I'm beached as, bro. I don't know what Wait, that means. What? what does that mean? So, what the hell does that mean? Wait, change Roadhog's You're a Talker, I Don't Like Talkers anniversary line to I'm beached as, bro. That is very huh? strange. Why would you change that? Uh, well, I, well, he's Australian, right? Is this, is this some Australian slang that... We just don't know. All right, call me. Google it, man. Some, uh, some people in the north of England say, like, some, some like, working class people in the north of England say, oh, I'm, I'm, they wouldn't say I'm beached as, but what do they say? I'm starving as. And they just mean, uh, like. It's a, it's a bloody uh, YouTube reference. I've just it's Googled YouTube it. a YouTube reference? Yeah. It's originates from a YouTube video parodying the New Zealand accent made by a pair of Australians. All right. All right. Link the video. Link the video. This needs to needs to come up. Where? 
Well, that kid's great. So, what so we've learned from this things. is we were like the crotchety old men, like, mm, this doesn't make grammatical sense, just not knowing what the meme was. <laughs> it's a meme. But it, it, is it is it Roadhog you taking are... the piss out of the Kiwi accent? Because Roadhog is, is, is. Send the link! Okay, all right, yes. I'm not. I'm not Jamie. Well, all right. There are there are some updates though. Just an FYI, like Baptiste is uh, his immortality field. If it lands on a moving platform, it will move along with the platform. See, I already and, thought that uh, that was the case. Oh, is that in? That that was already the, in. I'm oh no! Sure I'm sorry, no, no, that's the May twenty first, two thousand nineteen update. And then if a mine lands on a moving platform, it will also move along with the platform. That is. That is about where it is. There are some bug fixes, but uh, it is it is very funny though that they the people who wrote the article looked only at the. First <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh yeah, there's some changes here to this, 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 and this, and then uh, publish. All right, I found the video because Bren is useless. I'll, I've just uh, linked no, it. You oh, really? On beach stairs, bro. I can't, I can't like... see the Discord. You fool! If you want to send clips to Jamie, they have to be Sorry. via Sorry. the uh, the what do you call it? It's it's not very good though. Like, no, it's, it's a, a terrible it's, video. It's a terrible video. All right, well we're gonna you know we've we've hyped it up now accidentally, so we have to play. Beach stairs, bro. Oh, no, do you have it? Do you have it? Yeah, yet? I've got it. All right, I'm playing it's it now. Terrible video. It's legitimately. Oh. Oh, reminds no. me of those old 2006 meme videos oh, that no. for some reason were popular oh, but beach, never really bro. know why I'm beached is but anyway <gasps> hey bro oh hey bro I've uh, I've been getting a lot of shit from my doing, friends bro? in this podcast Dude, it has 9.5 million views yeah oh shit pretty good not that much Your in the grand scheme of things golden boy is tell me something I don't know is this, <laughs> this is, is the dumbest bro, thing I've ever seen in my life it's so dumb what is wrong with society? Do you want a chip, is, when is this from? 2008. That's what I'm chup. saying. It's like a yeah, oh, it's chup. from 2008. Yeah. This one, chup, oh chup. my god. And well, they, that does make sense. I, I mean, this chups. was the peak comedy in 2008. No, I only eat plankton. I'm loving oh, it. Oh lord, have we gone down downhill? Chew, bro. Well, I'm loving I will this. say this. You want to? No, let's take us more downhill. I keep getting shit from my friends. They keep clipping this podcast, the first one, and every time I do this, they're like, "Oh, Bren's flexing for the cam every single time." So you want to see a fucking flex? I'll I'll bust out the fucking the gun show because I've been going to the gym a little bit more recently. You know, I've been looking trim as fuck, vascular in the forearms. You know, I've been doing the farmers walks, all the business. So. Joseph Martin, I'm calling you out. Shut the fuck up. I don't know if it actually was Joe, actually. It might have been someone else. Probably probably William English. But anyone else who isn't Bren's friend, who is called Joseph Martin, we're not personally calling you out. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm beach stars, bro. Beach stars. I love how you're so, like, self-conscious about it. You're just like, oh... Is that oh, self-conscious, though? I uh, fucking owned it. Uh, my yeah. arms are huge. Uh, They're guns. Yeah. Uh, I could yeah, fucking... Uh, I could yeah. snap no, anyone you, like yeah, a twig. No, because you were so self-conscious about it. You had to, like, face the evil. And you were like... Um, I just, just like all of them out. Had to face the evil. I like Instead of having to think about it the entire podcast, it was just like, by the way, have to flex, guys. Why, <laughs> yeah. why do you even do that, that anyway? Why do, you, why do you flex in the middle of uh, the podcast anyway? It's a stretch. Yeah, stretch. I'm just doing this. I'm like, I, I think Josh should back turn the air this. conditioner on in his room. Yeah, my, I'm getting some sweaty pits as well, mine, though. Both of so, you. Look at well, this. then again, isn't, isn't your... No. Oh. oh, that's nasty. It's pretty that's warm. It's pretty oh. warm these days. Listen, I've got warm. a nice musk, Golden Boy. I got oh, a no, nice I've, musk. I've, I've smelled you before. 
Yeah, I actually, I, I mean, I what the fuck? I use deodorant, but even when I don't, people do comment that my musk is very nice. Really? Who has ever said that to you? Is this part of your networking skills to try and get into the Overwatch League? You're yeah, I just, <laughs> I didn't shower. <laughs> yeah. Step one at networking, never shower. Just mm. come to, go to events unwashed, works for the Smash scene, it'll work anywhere. I actually oh. saw a tweet from someone in the Smash scene this week that said, could we all stop with the Smash tournaments or smelly meme? Because they're not that bad, and now everyone thinks they really are. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, apparently someone, someone went to uh, Smash and Splash and said that the... Um, can you explain that, the concept? Yeah, that, what is Splash and Smash? Smash, Smash and Splash. Splash is just the name of a tournament. I honestly don't know why. But is it like in a water some, park like, or something? I, I think it's in some hotel that has a water park or something. Oh, right. That sounds dope. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few of them in the States. And uh, it's just like casual. Like, yeah, it just has a water park, you know, just another day. Uh, but yeah, so a person had commented saying that it was it smelled, or maybe it wasn't Smash and Splash. Maybe it was uh, one of the locals. I don't know. I just, I remember reading it and seeing it and and thinking like oh man this is crazy because it was a, a a woman who had posted it and she said uh you know like i i heard heard about the smash tournaments like when you go to the really big events it smells awful i'm just gonna go to my non-competitive major event or local events not the major events because they don't smell nearly as bad or something like that and then there are apparently like no women and stuff i don't believe all that though because i know smash is like a what a, a convoluted of- story i'm not sure i understood yeah. the point there i've at all. been to a lot of events and people are smelly all over the world get your <laughs> shit together yeah. so true yeah, get your I- shit together i guess yeah. i've been in some foul ubers where like the drivers are just like not, not yo those are the worst yeah. though yeah they're, 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 they're fucking yeah. suck Pungent. they are normally the nicest human beings as well so it, no. it feels oh, no I've had, I've had some little old ladies who are lovely but they are chunky yeah. and it's hot and they are oozing horrific smells and <laughs> it's just been awful to sit in the uber but then they're, they're really nice human beings so what do you what do you rate them we had to rate them down because it's an unpleasant experience and and yeah. via the algorithm she must eventually be told that she stinks <laughs> well i i think this i go into those cars and i'm just like hey yo can i open a window and then they're like oh no can i turn on the ac and then i'll be like nah man i've been in a flight for like you know three hours i just want to you know smell that's the fresh it. air there you go you know that's that's that's, that's some light LA advice people, yeah. people are on the rate like the fresh air when you're in a car because they're always like oh i'll turn on the ac it's like no i take the window down I have the freshest of air. Uh, the least fresh air you could possibly get. The the air that is right next to you, flowing on either side. If you could witness the the transparent fumes from everybody's car, you'd be choking and gagging. It, it's it, you're you're witnessing the the least fresh of all air. You're if you're in the middle of it, really slowly, so it passes before <laughs> we come to the car smell hey and mate can you uh future. can you slow down to five on this freeway please i just want to get some of this fresh air while the fumes pass over me <laughs> the birds are chirping the flowers are sprouting but the, the fumes yeah. don't have a what are you thinking here that the fumes have negative speed <laughs> the cars no, the are going right forwards here. the fumes are not being blasted out the the fumes no you're driving are... forward and therefore encountering the fumes of the other cars ahead of you. No, when they pass you by, they are still just releasing fumes as they pass. But if I'm in a car in a constant speed, they're not passing me. Right. But there are still cars <laughs> in front of you. 
you, you're that's gonna what try I said. And, you're going to ask your Uber driver to try and find the pockets of clean air. We, we it was a joke. Traffic. It was a joke. I joke. <laughs> All I'm saying is this. I ain't trying to smell some old lady ooze. What are you going to say, Colin boy? All right. The, you know, like what Josh is smelling. I didn't say she was okay. oozing. <laughs> you said ooze. That was the word. He was just oozing her horrific smell. All right. Maybe. So, so you did say that. I, I have, I'm sure that the, when, when this Fuck goes up, the go. chat will agree with me. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, this topic kind of just, as soon as Johnny started breaking stuff, that's how you know. Exactly. Are you sure you want to be a cleric? You should just be a barbarian. <laughs> Start smashing things, Johnny. It would be work out better for you. Johnny the Wise to be a barbarian. Uh, actually, like, you guys have no idea. I've never shown this to anyone. Oh, oh, by the way, show. we're about to have a bit of a tour. Are you guys ready? Okay. okay. I'm uh-huh. ready. Yeah. A bit to have a bit of a tour. What are we uh, about to like witness? Down, just points so, it right first of all, uh, I have my mic stand on a precision <laughs> cooker box. <laughs> <laughs> on a precision cooker box. It's perfect height. It's Why great. Why get a freaking arm, bro? Yeah, Why just get an arm? Is that what you do when you stream? You no. reach around a precision cooker box? Oh, I think it's very convenient. It's For very nice. What? It's like orange and <laughs> white. To increase the height of the mic. <laughs> Get okay. the freaking arm, bro. It's like $40. You have a yeah, job. Yeah, but it takes up so much space. When I'm done with the podcast, I take the box and I put it under my desk. And then I put it back on when we're doing the podcast. Okay. I mean, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that logic makes no sense. You right. How does it hold the arm and sense? put it in a corner, Johnny? It's as simple as that. But then I have to unscrew it and it takes up space in the corner of my room. I just put this box below my desk. and Unscrew what? The mic arm. Why no, are you unscrewing the mic just arm? Leave Johnny, the mic arm stays on the up. Because it's massive. All right, and if you want space, you just go like this. And then there's a mic arm just standing next to your desk. Dude, you can literally uh. scrunch the arm and it'll be tucked in the side. Where yeah, did you find there's that a giant lock on your arm before? Because I think mine's got a lock on it. I really, really yeah, it. yeah, yours does. You... It's at the bottom. It's at the bottom hinge. But rather like than doing like minimalist your mic arm is. Yeah, rather than doing tech advice. Yeah, because I fixed uh, Johnny's girlfriend's mic arm and they have the exact same mic arm. So while Bren Oh god. For all audio listeners, just to describe, Bren is scrabbling with the mic <laughs> arm in the middle of a podcast when it's uh, perfectly functional. Oh. oh dear lord. Anyway, okay. I thought Johnny so. was just about to show a picture of his crotch there, which is exactly That's what, what I thought too. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> what? I, yeah, why you... the fuck would I do that? Well, because the camera but... was going down. Okay, but that would actually. And you make also sense said today. I've never shown anyone this. I thought this was. <laughs> <laughs> That's an absolute goddam. Destruction. Well, now I I thought Johnny, bad. you were going for a crazy segue because the all of the Overwatch League teams have been just. Basically showing pictures of crotches all day all over Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yo, we didn't even, we didn't even like, tackle that. just falling down. Johnny's mic just fell off the pressure cooker. Oh, so, yeah, so uh, here we go. Uh, so uh, Overwatch League apparently are going to be coming out, or, or like the teams are coming out with new jerseys. Yep. This is going to be a thing. Uh, all the teams have been uh, posting them, and a lot of them look pretty cool. Some of them look like nothing. Uh, <laughs> Some others, of them look like butt wow. cheeks. Yeah, and then but the one defining characteristic between all of them is that they highlight an individual's crotch. 
So hmm. that... can we can we play guess the crotch for a second? I've got New no. York, Dallas, no. Florida, and LA no, Gladiators. No, no. Yeah, sure. I'll do this. Go on. Okay, Brendan, whose crotch is that on New York? They've New got York? very they've got very long thumbnails. In fact, very long nail it looks like ZP's hand. I mean <laughs> It does, doesn't it, actually? It does. Yeah. Maybe they got ZP to model it. <laughs> Alex is gone. <laughs> okay. There? I think that given the structure of the left hand and yeah. the, the, the strength of it, yeah. I'm going to say Nene. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's anyone with a missus because of the fingernails. Um... <laughs> All right, we'll just glance over that one. Yeah. Well, also, it's not Saviobi because he's not wearing his ring. Yeah. I don't think it's any yeah. of the skinnier players. No, because... I think it's Nene. Yeah, I, I don't think it's Pine either. Yeah, I think Nene is a decent shout. Does you it guys actually... are just guessing. I mean, you, you can see the size of it as well. Who wears a medium? It could be Jonak. Is that, mm, is that what that means? Jonak, it's yeah. a medium. Ooh, I'm feeling yeah, Jonak. Yeah, yeah I think it's Jonak but, too. His tattoo is it? How? Where is his tattoo? Again? No, it's not on his. It's not on the, not on his fingers. No, <laughs> it's not on his fingers. Actually, I mean, I found that funny, but also Envy does have yeah, uh, it's tattoos Envy, on his right? fingers. Tattoos yeah. on his fingers. All right, okay, so, let's go to another right. one. All right, so Dallas, 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 Dallas. Okay, this one I honestly do not know because oh, it's literally man. a shot of a crotch, and that's uh, Zachary. 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 That's Zachary, dude. You think? Sure. Yeah, Could be it's Mickey not AKM. Too. No, it's not Mickey. They don't even have him here in the country to do those things with. And also, Mickey I, wouldn't be wearing an S. I, I, think, I think Zachary is a good Zachary. shout. It's a small... Right. It's, it's a like small, Zachary. and also, it's like completely smooth up so here. Is, is that so, what that means? It's, it's the size is on yeah. the bottom of the jersey? For some reason, the size is on the outside. Well, that makes what, no sense I, to I me. know, it, it's, but that's what the NBA does, and you know what the Overwatch League is like. It's like, if, the, if a traditional sports league does something, they have to do it. If the NBA what's starts the, sacrificing the their children, what is <laughs> next thing you know, the Overwatch League would be doing. Nobody has any children kids. to sacrifice. There are no parents in the Overwatch true. League playing. That would be a great moment if that happens at some point. And, what, and why not? Wait, you're talking about no. sacrificing a child? No, obviously, <laughs> I'm not talking about Sabio because... be sacrificing his firstborn in order to get the goats meta be gone. <laughs> but <laughs> well, that... what are you talking about? Uh, Wait, so, is that uh, all so a player having a child. It's going to happen at some point, right? Like, I don't think it'll stay that esports only has very young people. I could say something. I could come out of a different zinger, but I want to keep my job. What? <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, all I'm going to say is Shanghai Dragons, season one. All oh, right. Well, why would that lose you your job just bringing up Undad? <laughs> That's, that was a fantastic little piece of drama. I love that. Uh, oh, were you oh, not? No. Oh, well, yeah. I don't something even know where you were going. Highlight about this jersey if, yeah. or from the dallas fuel one they put their logo on the side and like in front and i yeah, will front weird. at first i thought that that was like his pants and i was like yo oh, the pants got the flame like combo that's, that's crazy and like what what how do they align that you know <laughs> but now i realize that they're uh, the only ones that did that yeah, just no, they just realized that there's brain. no defining features on the lower half of the jersey so all right, let's go for yeah. gladiators. Yeah, I know That's this is one hundred percent. This is hydration. He literally commented. Yes, it's yes, me. this is hydration. Oh, oh I didn't. Oh, okay. okay, well, I didn't but, see that. But uh, that's hydration's posture. Yes, it is. Hydration tends to lean backwards, and I don't know how to describe it, but he has a very, very set posture. Yeah, 
I thought you were going to say he has, a very, he has a very set crotch. I thought that's what you were going to say. Yeah, I think he likes to lean backwards to show off his fat cock. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Doing a show from down here now. <laughs> oh my it was god! A good run. We had a good run. We've all lost our jobs. No. Oh, dear lord! Oh, What's that was quite next? funny. Let's <laughs> to the next one. The next one was the Florida Mayhem, who didn't even show a crotch shot. They just showed colors, as oh, if they. Uh, the Floridas oh. still not have a roster, so they can't take photos of people. <laughs> Maybe. What the hell, dude? Johnny, <laughs> dude. Look at Johnny. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. speaking of Florida cool. mayhem, that kind of leads us into our next segment. Uh, we're still going to carry on with this show. We have to carry on with this show. Lord knows we have to carry on. With speaking this about show. Florida mayhem, would you eat dog so, food for a hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Diablo. Okay, no. This is what happens. So, uh, Florida Mayhem are teasing a color change, uh, kind of hitting us with that Miami Vice style, you know, like, was it Grand Theft Auto Vice City, right? That yeah, neon yeah, yeah. Uh, approach, neon green, neon pink. Uh, awesome colors, by the way. And I was hoping that they were going to turn their jersey colors and all this into it this season, but I guess they're getting an alternate now. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, you can um, see like from their from their logo and stuff. They're really they look like they're going through a branding change. They're, they did that during off season two, though. Oh, really? Did they? Yeah, they did that they during did. off season. Fair enough. It, was, it almost felt like it was a campaign for them to like try and yeah. get the the jersey yeah. to change. <laughs> and, and then stuff. they didn't do it, and the fans were like, "You womp womp." But so they the messaged all of us. So they messaged all four of yep. us individually, <laughs> and they don't know that the four of us know that they messaged us. But it was great because they really buttered us up. They did. Uh, and I'm not going to read the rest of it, but I'm going to read the beginning where they where they address the message. Because for me, they say, Dear Alex, global icon, golden boy, literally in, in, in parentheses, Mendez. This is a good way to open. This is a good way to open. That's pretty you good. Know? So I immediately gave them my address. And my my home number and uh, access to uh, my dog. And <laughs> wait, but is that all they said? That was they, all they sent you. They well, didn't even wanna, include the national treasure. They, they just said global the national icon treasure. It's, okay. it, it's, it's okay, and it's okay that they didn't because not everyone catches on. I feel like the national treasure bit throws people off a little. Why did you not Nicholas Cage? Yeah. <laughs> How about you shut your damn mouth? Okay, <laughs> Nick Cage is a national treasure. Was in the movie. Not a global right. icon though. But not a global not icon. A I am. How many titles uh, did you get, Bren? Um, three. Okay. What, what? what were what were yours? How did you get three titles. Wait, 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 Bren, read yours out. Read, read, uh, 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 read the opening of yours from the Florida Mayhem. This is how the Florida Mayhem buttered you up. To Brenji, first member of the Church of Amon, <laughs> and he who faced gesture and sort of lived. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, I got I got six titles from six. the Florida Mayhem. What the, the hell? The Florida Mayhem DM'd what? me and said, 
Two Sideshow, The Wrinkle Brained, The Yotta Chad Prime, King of Pounders, Lord oh, of Zenyatta God. Gods, and Destroyer of Diamonds. This first is so his, bad for your ego. First of his name, Esquire. <laughs> and I'm sat there like, well, I'm uh, not sure I wanted to represent the Florida Mayhem before this, but now, absolutely, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I, I've been bought immediately. Johnny, how many titles did you get? They wrote, hey, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cool. They give me a jersey. It's cool, but I'm Johnny. I'm just Johnny. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is owner of 2016. Uh, Atlantic Showdown it. champion. No. Uh, you... Two-time World Cup, one and a half World Cup. Well, you win some, you lose some. Participant? No, no, no that just, is a hot feels bad man. Just Johnny. <laughs> that is a hot feels bad man, right? Well, there. I got a free jersey. I can't complain. Thank you, Florida. Get a free oh, jersey. Yeah, Robles. and actually, wow, they look nice. like they might be pretty dope. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, have they shared the jerseys yet? No, no, I don't think so. They haven't. But we've we've seen the the designs of them, and I think they look pretty sick. Oh, I haven't seen them yet because I'm not special. Yeah, you, yeah, well, you know, next time sign your contract for the Overwatch League. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, Holy yeah, shit, Sideshow, your, your forehead is massive today, Sideshow. I don't think it's are... grown. No, if, if you look up a bit, if you look up a bit, it's like, no, look yeah, down. Yeah, look at the top of your uh, head. That, that's massive. Thank yeah, you. It's how, it, how it's the normal size of it? No, it must have no. grown. I don't think it's grown at all. Oh, do you mean it's just, it's just my brain has just expanded from all of those titles from the Florida yeah. Mayhem? I might, I might have been the camera angle. <laughs> it could be the camera angle. It was a point where you did turn around and I was like, damn, you know, because like you're, it was like all over the place. But yeah, that's a giant ass. Didn't I, we do a forehead measurement contest at Contenders? Okay. It, oh, I God, think we happened, should. Yeah. No, it wasn't even. Well, no, it wasn't oh, at Contenders. Oh, it was at the Overwatch oh. League. And honestly, oh, I no? think Malik won. <laughs> so Malik is the, we Malik gotta, is the biggest. Show. Yeah, we, we need Malik as a yeah as a guest. Honestly, Mitch has a fat forehead as well. We, I, yeah. What I've gathered is, if the bigger your forehead, the more talented you are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Honestly, mm. so interesting. This <laughs> <laughs> just oh, become the man. roast of Jonathan. All right. So, uh, E three, E three. Yeah. Happening this week, Johnny yeah. will come back eventually. I think he's uh, going to get a lot of me. We're going to get a lot of big reveals, a lot of cool things that uh, will potentially be shared with the world. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I will be going to EA Play. I'm hosting EA Play, nice. and uh, I will be at the Xbox press conference. There you uh, go. That's, nice, that's sick for me. So obviously, I won't be doing any journalism. I'm just going to go <laughs> get hammered and uh enjoy some video game announcements but one announcement i don't know who put this in here me this is me you did okay one announcement, really an announcement catch or not announcement but one thing that has caught people off guard uh, a day before everyone starts heading out to la is that a new fable is possibly leaked that's mm-hmm. right fable four mm-hmm. yeah four, four fable yeah. you guys ever played the fable games what the was, fuck is fable? wait a sec was I that from fable. like 10 years ago was fable 3 and the, the yeah. that that game was dope no, it was like they, a they, rpg they made, thing they right? made a fable 4 they made a fable 4 wasn't very good oh wait so is this a remake or it's kind of like a reboot so the information is this is actually sick it sounds sounds amazing so there's going to be a mixture of first and third person so normally they're in third person there's going to be an in-depth character creator 
I didn't think there was like that before. Um, it's going to be open world. There's going to be no more guns because remember there was guns in the uh, in Fable. But in Fa- Fable, 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 Fable series three. Did Fable three have guns? Yeah. Yeah, Did Fable it, yeah. One didn't though. Fable what, one. what game? Would so, I feel like guns to. were pretty good. It's Skyrim. It's an, it's it's like, Skyrim. Like, it was like Oblivion. It gave me like, but like a really good Oblivion kind of vibe because it had. Well, that... no, it, it wasn't open world. That's the thing. It was like it was a railroad sort of. It's like an RPG. It's like your your classic sort of fantasy RPG. Do but you remember? Uh, not the first or second. I believe the third one was the second like, one was second one was. So maybe maybe I'm not thinking of the third one. Fun story about Fable was that years ago, right, when Xbox was uh, emerging as, like, this new hot thing and everyone was getting really high on, like, all the games and the graphics that they could do. Like, everyone was all about it. They were just like, dude, this is it, right? Um, uh, what was it? Peter Monolu, Mon- Monolu, right? I think that's how I pronounce the name. Uh, he was the guy who originally designed uh, Fable. He came up with this idea. So it was called Project Ego or Project Ego. Yeah, Project Ego at the time. And the idea... What he had put it in the, I remember reading it in my Game Informer magazine, being blown away by it. The idea was that it was going to be this massive open world game where each and every action has a consequence. Like if you get cut, that cut will stay on you forever. Your character will start as a child and then you will end the game as a grown older man. Like who, because eventually that, that was the path. That was like the whole thing, right? And everyone was like, oh, my God, this sounds amazing. And then the first trailer comes out and it looks like exactly as they had proposed. Like you start off as a kid, but then you become, you know, a man and blah, blah, blah. But then the game came out and then the game came out and you literally did your first chapter as a child, which lasted all but 20 minutes. And then you magically sprouted and became an adult. But some of the decisions that you made in the beginning of the game did have a minor impact, but nothing all that crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, that the whole thing about getting cut and then this car lasting with you, that did stay in. But it wasn't as profound as, like, they made it sound like. Uh, it, 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 it was supposed to be open world, but instead it kind of just was more like a segmented RPG. So you would go through different levels yeah. and you would do different things. And it was, it was still a good game. Like, it, it had a massive fan base and it was still really, really fun to play. But it wasn't what it was supposed to be. So Fable's always been this game that's been chasing this holy grail of RPG gameplay, right? The fully immersive, I want to be, you know, like the hero of this world, or I want to be a a, a salesman, or I want to be a traveling, uh, you know, jester, or I want to be a a knight for the Knight's Guard, you know, things like that. Like, Fable's always been the game that's been trying to, like, achieve that goal. Each and every release, they get, like, that much closer to it but it well, hasn't really hit that goal it's yet. funny like fable 2 i was i got the order wrong it was fable 2 was like the one of the flagship titles on the xbox 360 and for a mm-hmm. lot of people they hold it quite close to them the same with fable 1 oh, it was a great game it was it, they were yeah, great they were great games but also it's like they're like <laughs> people's first introductory rpg as well i've i've noticed at least with my group of friends um a lot of them it was like the first rpg game they played a fantasy rpg but it was fable 3 that was the one that came out and was wasn't very good um, really? People didn't rate it as much. Yeah, people I think, didn't rate it as much. Honestly, I think the only one I might have played was Fable Three. Maybe it was Fable Two. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I didn't ever own an Xbox, so I played it at my mate's house. But it was one of those games where um, I was in what I mean, like high school. I must have been like 14, 13, 14, 15, something like that, and mm. used to enjoy going around my mate's house and just binge playing this game because it was one of those games that like hooked me in, even though I couldn't play it back yeah. at my own place. Like, uh, what the hell else game did we play over there? Oh, one of the, one of the, ah, they, the guy had like glowing red eyes. Do you, do you remember that game for the PlayStation? What? The guy had glowing red eyes and it was like. Soul Reaver? 
No, it was like a shooting game. The guy had uh, like it looked like a stormtrooper kind of thing. Damn, I can't remember Red what the faction. No, yeah, no, no, not Red Faction. No, okay. Uh, but when the, I first got my play, uh, Xbox, there was this lit Lord of the Rings game. I was so sick to play. All the Lord of the Rings games are pretty. Lord yeah. of the Rings games for the PlayStation Incredible. are fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah, but uh, really good yeah. in this in this leak, the the reason I'm interested in it is because apparently it's set in the same world, right? So it's set in the world of Albion and Aurora or whatever. But what's happened was it's 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 a weird take on it. It's like thousands of years in the future. And what happened was the you know the fable series like continued and went on, but eventually what happened was some mad wizard ended up making the tower, which eventually you stopped in Fable Two, I think. And and he he was mental, so he he wished for a giant meteor to land on the land. And what's happened is this takes place thousands and thousands of years in the far future, where society is finally built up again, where it's medieval, but guns don't exist anymore, and it's completely different in in a weird way, right? So the actual description is the land was reduced to fables. The spire was rebuilt and used by a mad king to wish that an asteroid would strike the planet. He also wished it would happen again in the far future, eons later. So everything is now medieval themed. There's new continents, and you have to stop the destruction of the planet again. So, but what there's a shit story writing. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool because they're rebooting it, but still keeping it in the same world. You know? Yeah. Well, so, well, wasn't the the fable game prior set in medieval times as well? Yeah, but it was like it so was a mixture of skipped a thousand years for no it reason. Was, it was like steampunk esque as well. Well, I think I think uh, the idea is that they're trying to rationalize moving backwards in time whilst trying to go forwards in time. So their idea of it is the world was totally destroyed. Everyone was back to like Stone Age civilization, and they've now built themselves back up to be right. medieval again. But I that ties in with that happened in eh. on Earth. What? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Wait, what? There's people that essentially argue that like there were so many floods and with like uh, there was like an asteroid and shit and there's like buried cities and shit on Earth. Okay. And so uh, you know that that big ass library of like Greek or whatever that burnt up. The Library of Alexandria. Alex- Alexandria. So like uh, it's like it would be that, but another, you know, library of knowledge or whatever. Well, are and you saying library would- of knowledge, or are you literally saying that people? are suggesting that civilization was wiped out and we got back to this point again. Yeah. But you'd be able got to find evidence back. for that all over the place. Yeah, but that's what they're, what they're trying to find out, uh, essentially. So I, I think it's like in Southeast Asia or something, there's like temples uh, that people are starting to like dig through and stuff, and they're just like, holy shit, like an entire group of people lived here, and like they were so smart. And like, mm. there's well, like multiple re- books If we get reset, I, I hey, Joe really Rogan has a good podcast. I can send you some links, bro. Joe Rogan's got some mental people on his podcast that believe they some do. mental stuff. I, I, I just said some people argue it. I didn't okay. Say it. I'm, right. I'm just saying that if we got reset and we ended up, you know, like it's like someone discovered the remains, they'd find memes and freaking <laughs> a horrible world Brexit. And they'll find <laughs> all the, you know, like it, it'll be really bad. I think everyone would just be like, ah, that makes sense why they got wiped out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're all really, really dumb. Uh, also, uh, another thing, I'm j- I just put it in there just because. Uh, so the Fable News is, is very exciting. Also, this is pertinent to me, to you, to Johnny, to, to Bren, to Josh, and to the entirety of the known educated world. Halo Infinite gameplay will be at E3 2019. It is labeled as a next generation game. It will be demoed with a PC plus an Xbox controller 
and three Microsoft IPs will be announced. This is going to be a crazy freaking E3 for Microsoft. IP yeah. insane. Can you explain what that means? So, so intellectual property. So brand new yeah. games are going to be announced, oh. but they're but when they when they call them IPs, it's intellectual property. So what they mean is like three brand new intellectual yeah. properties yeah, are going yeah. to be. Yeah. So like Overwatch was a new IP for Blizzard. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Overwatch Two would not be a new IP. It would just be It'd a just sequel. be a sequel. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what is yeah. Halo Infinite? Has that? Is so it, have they? Re- we don't released know any much information uh, about it right now. I'm I'm assuming we're going to learn a little bit more um, at E3, but. Uh, basically, like you know, we got that one trailer. It's going to be built on the Slipstream engine, which is a brand new engine that three four three had had built for Halo. Uh, so it's not using the older uh, engines anymore. Kind of like the way COD is doing the same thing. Like they're doing COD Modern Warfare on a brand new engine that they've been developing for a few years. Uh, also, it is going to be a cross-platform next-generation games. So this is going to be the wave now. Like, this is what we're going to see. Everything's just going to be PC and Xbox. Fortnite proved that it doesn't matter. It was Fortnite, right, that opened the floodgates. I would say it was Rocket League first. Uh, Rocket League gets the credit first because they were the ones that had created the cross-play, and they didn't really promote it as such. But then Fortnite was the one that made the cross-play between all the platforms, which is something yeah. that Rocket League didn't achieve yet. Um, so all the platforms can play with each other. Doesn't that feel like it's that backfired in Fortnite, though? It didn't, though, because, like, it's created, you know, uh, essentially people can just play Fortnite wherever and however they want. Like, that that's the point, right? Sure, like, yeah. Sure, but if cross I, if play I, is not the best thing. Sorry, cross play is not the best thing. But the like my biggest gripe with Overwatch is that on my Xbox, I have a lot of skins and I have a much higher level. But because I never played on PC, I can't port any of that stuff over. So mm. I'm literally like starting from scratch. Because, sure, I get that. So all that well, money I spend is like gone. What, what I'm arguing, though, is that if I was a controller or a console player, I'd much rather play versus other console players and not be forced that's, that's what PC happens. games. Well, that is what happens. Only what when happens. you opt to play with uh, another person who plays on PC, that's when you will cross-play with each other. Cool. So that's the, that's the appropriate way to do it because yeah. like, you're willingly yeah. accepting that this is it. And you also go into PC lobbies. Like A PC right. player is not going to go into a console lobby. It's only yeah. going to be a console player going into a, a PC lobby. Same thing with mobile yeah. and Switch. Um, right. So Call of Duty is going to be doing it. I'm expecting Halo to do it as well. Uh, this is going to be very exciting and infinite from what it's been described around like, you know, the community and the halo community is like, it sounds like it's going to be like a combination like an ever living halo. Then hence the name infinite that it's something that's just going to keep on growing and, and, you know, like they're going to have multiplayer and the multiplayer is constantly going to change. And then they're going to have the single player and they're going to tell the story within this game. Like I'm excited for that. Like Halo as a service and as a platform, and then they just keep adding. I I feel like that's the Halo community as well, because to me, the Halo community will never die. I was never part of the esports part of Halo. I mean, I grew up playing that game. There were like summers where we'd play like four players for just an entire summer occasion. I love that. It's like a title that will never die. So I'm yeah. really happy that you can make like incremental progress without having to release a new title every time. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. It's so like I'm a game that deserves, you know, updating, etc. 
Yeah. So I, I'm really excited. Uh, I, I think I might cry and be emotionally compromised uh, at the press conference. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to be there? See- Are you at that press conference? So I will be at the mic. I will be at the Xbox press conference. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like I deliberately ensured that I had nothing going on on Sunday, and on top of that, I also was free. Like I want to was- be there. I want to see you cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. E yeah. three was E three was dope though. Like yeah. first first time going to E three last year, you were giving us the rounds, showing us around Golden Boy. It was, yeah, you know. Uh, it was you get to sit in at like the viewings of the announcements and stuff, or is that yeah. just press? No, that's that's where I'm going on Sunday to watch the press conference in in the oh. uh, in the theater with with the press, but they invite like fans and influencers oh. and everyone. Every like you know, tickets are. Am awesome. I an influencer? Can, can I do uh, it? This is You're just Johnny. You're just Johnny. You're just Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Just Johnny. You know the you god like king jersey? of Zenyatta's. No? Okay. No. <laughs> oh, are we? Uh, oh. Are we there? Are we at the end? I think we are. We're an hour right. and ten. An hour and ten. Look at that. Not okay. Bad. Not bad. So, yeah, housekeeping bad. before we close out. For those of you asking about uh, Spotify and iTunes, we are working on it, and uh, feel like a feel like a video game company. We're yeah. working on it. And it will come out when it comes out. No, well, I think it, I, I think it should be out after this week. It should maybe maybe we'll see you next time. Okay, so all right, all right. there you go. We gotta go uh, the rounds first. Golden boy, I'll start with you. Oh, would you eat dog poop for a hundred bucks? <laughs> dog poop? Would I eat dog, dog poop, poop or dog food? No, do- dog food. Dog food. <laughs> would I eat dog- would I Johnny eat- just really <laughs> wants to eat dog shit. Is what I found from this. <laughs> Well, it's the same thing essentially because the food what, is digested. What then... kind of dog food are we talking about here? What's food? Wet, wet food? Oh, I think wet's worse, isn't it? No, wet's know, better. Have you ever had a dog food sandwich? Cynthia. What the fuck, Brent? They're not that bad. That's what I'm saying. I would, Wait, I would Brent, gladly. You've, I'd... you've eaten dog food before? Yeah. Why? Okay. Because for fun? You, <laughs> yeah. yeah would, for you, fun. would you eat. Do, how do you feel about wet, eating uh, wet Stella's like wet dog food? Would you you would do kibble, but you wouldn't do wet food. But what if it was for a hundred dollars? It's not enough. It's not no, enough. Our not our enough. standards are dramatically different. I would have a little cube of the food. I try it out. I want to see what my what my little girl. Uh, let, let's say uh, let's say a spoonful. A spoonful? Nah, you yeah, can fuck spoonful. off with that. I'm not going to do a spoonful. My, a spoonful uh, I do for a hundred. My, my dad <laughs> lived with a person in university who ate dog food for a month because he ran out of food and ran out of money and didn't have enough to be able to buy human food. So he existed on dog food for about a month. Holy crap. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you're feeding it to a dog, it can't be that bad. Well, cat food is actually pretty nice. I've had cat food before and thought it was just fairly pleasant. It Fucking wasn't even end that bad. it. End the show. <laughs> end it. But bull penis was the worst thing I've ever eaten. So there you go. Well, I had I had a uh, bull bull testicles. Mm, yes, those are nice. We all had we all had bull testicles. Mountain bull Rocky testicles oysters are pretty good. Yeah, Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh, we yeah, all Rocky ate Mountain it, Johnny. Did you, did you not eat it too? The Rocky Mountain oysters? They were but, delicious. When Put the slices took, of oh, testicle no, in your mouth, actually. Johnny. No, I didn't actually, because I'm normal. No, they're really nice. They're really they're, nice. I would very really nice. recommend. Also, yeah, bull penis can be lovely. Part about it? What's your favorite part about eating dog test- or uh, uh, bull testicles? What uh, is with you and eating random things from a dog? <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Boo, <laughs> now testicles. Just calm it down, Johnny. 
it was they they had a nice uh, they had kind of a flavor to them it was a different consistency to stuff that you're used to they were breaded they had a nice sauce with them they were just fairly pleasant breaded yeah. and sauce that's I mean they, they were also they weren't sold to me as testicles they just said oh try this and tell me what you think of it yeah I put it in my mouth Funny. ate it it's pretty good yeah and they were like yeah that's, story that's, about that how's the I, oh yeah go on. <laughs> this was good uh when we were there uh I had just started eating oysters. Like I'd just gotten into eating oysters. They're so and, good. Yeah, they are delicious. And uh, Monty, we, he, we sit down and Monty's like, looks at me with the most snide look in his eye. And he says, hey, golden boy, do you want to have a Rocky Mountain oyster? And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, I love oysters. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Okay, so then we ordered the food. I didn't know, right? And then as time went on, I was like, wait a minute. Where the, where the hell do they get the oysters in the Rocky Mountains? That doesn't make sense. Are they like any ravines I don't know about? Like, I'm really confused here, you know? So yeah. then it, it like is placed in front of me and I'm like, oh, this looks like a, I thought it was like a, like a beef chip or something like that, which yeah. is technically what it was. Yeah. And, and I was just like, oh, what's this? And then, and then, uh, Monty's like, you should eat it. It's delicious. <laughs> and it's like with this very, like, very possessed look in his eyes, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I dipped it in the sauce that it came with, and I and I and I was like, oh, that's great. He's like, delicious, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And then he's like, you want to know what it is? And I said, I'm pretty sure it's testicles of some kind. <laughs> and then he's like, oh yeah, it's uh, bull peanut, bull testicles. Oh, yeah. okay, that's that. Yeah. You know, I, I love how. Uh, um... Uh, anticlimactic that was where Monty was just like you want to know what it is and Golden Boy is just like yeah it's testicles I think I think he's testicles. just you know he was just enthusiastic about it's it and I'm idea. okay with that he wants to I'm spread okay the that. spread the enjoyment of weird parts of animals yeah also we did get uh before we go we did get a question in from one of our viewers we got a few uh, uh holy crap we actually got a lot more than i should we, thought should we here. save them for the next episode yeah i think we should do a big segment next episode we should do a big segment next episode okay yeah. fair enough uh, Brand, why was, are you in a rush i will well, screenshot down to an hour you know all right i will screenshot right. this and then uh or, or i will link them in our in our chat and then we will we will bring them for the next episode but one of the questions though was about monty so i just thought it was apropos yeah go on what's the question about monty can you please talk about talk to Monte Cristo about his fashion choices? I'm concerned for the man. This comes from M3, uh, I guess, M317I, no, I don't know, uh, Mith, Mithies, Mibbies, Bar. I can't, I can't pronounce that Twitter name. Here's a, here's a fun fact. Uh, do you spell your name right? That's all I'd ask for. Uh, yeah, I have no idea it, what that name says. What's happening? Anyway, so that's the, so yeah, the foreheads. It says, hashtag foreheads, can you please talk to at Monte Cristo about his fashion choices? I'm concerned for the man. Brent, how would you oh. rate Monty's fashion sense? Like a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. So you I would not help him? No, he's pretty stylish, actually. I, 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 I've, I've been meaning to pick a, a couple of the, couple of the items that he wears for my own wardrobe. Yeah. All right. There yeah, you I, go. I quite Use like it. how Monty dresses as well. Not going to. Not going to yeah. talk to him about any of his fashion choices. Looks like a baller. Yeah. Well, there was that one outfit he wore for... Uh, the My, My Chemical, Chemical Romance, Romance jacket. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was just was from the fans. That's not part of his normal attire. He normally dresses like a... I don't know, like a like a Japanese cowboy. Or, or so he wants us to believe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. All right, well... That's the end of that one. Uh, so thank you so much for that. If you want to submit questions to us, use the hashtag the foreheads. Let us know. I will see it. 
uh, and we will talk about it. There were some good ones in here. Next episode, we will cover who could repair a window the fastest. That comes <laughs> from Carlos Penro. That's going to be the question that we answer in next week's episode. If you're watching on YouTube, here's a challenge for you in the comment section down below. Why don't you tell us who do you think would, would repair a window the fastest? I obviously think I am. I would be the person because I'm a genius. Yeah, I'm going to go just a, a tiny bit of housekeeping towards the end as well. I've got the schedule screen on at the moment. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. We rotate through the Twitch channels as well. Uh, obviously, you're watching on twitch.tv slash brand at the moment, or maybe you're watching on YouTube or Spotify or uh, iTunes or whatever, if we've managed to hook it up in time. Uh, but Wednesday the 12th, 1 p.m. Pacific, is on twitch.tv slash reinforce with your boy, Johnny. Oh, then, I didn't know that. Sick. Yeah, Solves. There you go. All for it. <laughs> also, w- when you're at it, can you just follow me on Instagram? Because Bren is running away with it. Follow me at Reinforce Owl because Bren has 15K followers. Oh, yeah, me and Sideshow are not even close. Clearly, we oh, need I'm to kill all this before all the self-advertisers. What, what are you saying? That? I'm, I'm at 23,000 like something. That's understandable. You're a national treasure. I should be Global more. I'm, I'm very yeah. famous. So well, here's my technique, why. though. I just post topless photos of myself. Mm. And that, I think, is where we should probably end it. (laughs) You talking about (laughs) topless photos. We'll catch you next week.